This podcast sponsored by Prime Super, taking the complexity out of super administration so that you can get on with your business. Go to primesuper.com.au to see what we can do for you. A recent study has found that older Aussies are more trusting than their young counterparts. Uh, This might surprise some. So joining me to talk about this is Western Sydney University Associate Professor Phoebe Bailey. Phoebe, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. So Phoebe, to foreground some of the work you've done, let's talk about trust in, in maybe the abstract. What is it and why is it important? So trust becomes especially important when we're older because as we get older and we experience physical and cognitive declines, we come to rely more on other people. And what when you rely more on other people, it's really important that you have trust. Trust is a behavior that you might display when you expect some sort of reciprocity or you expect the other person to reciprocate. And in our study, we looked at a couple of different types of trust. So one was financial trust, and that's when you show your trust by investing your money with someone. And the other type of trust we looked at was just non-financial trust. So any other type of trust, whether that be trust in people or even trust in uh, automation. So things like automated medication managers. And just to stay on the idea of trust for a minute before we get into your study, can the can trust be learned or even unlearned or can it be taught or by a psychologist or changed by a psychologist or any sort of um, clinician? Well, that's a really good question, but that's not something we've, that we looked at in our particular research. But there are studies that look at whether people are more trusting after there's been a breach of trust for example. Um, So trust can change in the short term, um, depending on whether who you've been interacting with is untrustworthy or not. Uh, And then there may be some long-term developmental changes in trust. Uh, And a couple of studies have looked at that, where they've followed the same people uh, over the course of their lives, over a number of years. And in those studies, they've looked at people around uh, from about the ages of 18 to 75, and they have found that the same people become more trusting as they get older. So just following the same people um, over a number of years, they find that trust is actually a product of aging for some reason. Wow. See, I would have thought that, you know, with accrued knowledge uh, and maybe world weariness, older people would have been more cynical, therefore less trusting. So tell me about your study. Well, that is a very good point. And that was one of our hypotheses that due to greater knowledge and wisdom in older age, older adults might be sometimes less trusting rather than more trusting. Mm. Um, But that's not actually what we found. We found that they were more trusting on average than younger adults were. Uh, That doesn't mean they're more trusting in every situation, but on average, older adults were more trusting than young adults. Uh, And we also looked at something called superficial trust. So superficial indicators of trust are things like the way someone's face looks. So someone might have a face that looks trustworthy, but that's a superficial indicator of trustworthiness because it doesn't really tell us whether they're trustworthy or not. It's just how their face appears. So we thought older adults might be less likely to judge a book by its cover um, and judge someone by their facial appearance. But what we actually found was that 
Um, the the cue to trustworthiness, whether it was superficial or not, didn't affect the age-related differences that we were seeing. So young and older adults were equally likely to um, uh, base their trust on superficial uh, appearances. Mm-hmm. So what do we put the change down to, you know, the idea of getting more trustworthy with age? Well, there could be a number of factors that contribute to being more trusting in older age. And one is that, you know, older adults may have grown up in a time where it was just uh, it was just easier or more common to be trusting. So a lot of older adults talk about, you know, leaving their houses unlocked. It was a, a more trusting generation and mm. so they're more trusting now. But that's only part of the story. We think it's also due to the way the brain ages. So there's something called the age-related positivity effect, which is a really well-documented finding that older adults are more likely to remember and pay attention to positive information than negative information. And if you think about untrustworthiness as negative information, then older adults are less likely to pay attention to people who are untrustworthy and less likely to remember when someone has behaved in a trust in an untrustworthy way. So one of the um, some of the evidence for the age-related positivity effect is changes that happen in the brain as we get older. So there's a part of the brain called the amygdala which processes emotion. And what research has found is that as we get older, the amygdala responds just as much to positive information, but it doesn't respond as much to negative information anymore. So it's actually changes in the brain that are also contributing to this age-related positivity effect. And did we notice any differences maybe in gender or nationality? I'm not sure if you just did Australia or but you know, did you notice any differences there? Well, our study collated the data from about 38 independent data sets. So there were thousands of young and older adults uh, in each age group. Uh, And those participants came from a lot of different countries. Uh, And so we found this effect averaged across um, a number of different cultures and countries uh, we weren't able to look at the difference between males and females because uh, most studies of young and older adults don't have the sample size to be able to do that. And so because the original studies didn't do that, we weren't able to in our meta-analysis that looked at the average of all of those results. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I guess the obvious um, outcome maybe from a non-scientific point of view would be that we we could maybe say that older Aussies are more vulnerable due to increased trust. Yes, we can say that. Um, well, there are positives and negatives to increased trust. So when we're looking at non-financial trust, we found that older adults are more trusting than young adults. And that's great because there are a lot of benefits to being more trusting, especially in older age. Studies have shown that older adults who are more trusting have better health, uh, they have better well-being, and they even live longer. But when we looked at the financial trust element of our study, what was concerning is that older adults are investing more money than young adults in untrustworthy people, but they're investing the same amount in trustworthy people. 
So what's particularly worrying is that older adults are investing money in people who are untrustworthy and not likely to provide a return on investment. And the World Health Organization has found that uh, financial abuse of older adults that occurs in a, in a relationship of trust is one of the fastest growing crimes. Over having a little look at your CV and some of the work you've done previously to this, you've done quite a lot of work around trust and ageing. Why is this an important area for you to study? That's right. Well, I've been researching, um, I've been conducting experimental psychology research with older adults for more than 10 years now, and I was really interested originally in social cognition and social interaction but I'm also really interested in financial decision-making. So combining those two things, I realised how important it is to look at trust uh, in older age and um, especially financial exploitation, which is just so devastating for the people who are affected. Uh, and around the time I started doing this research, my, uh, my husband's parents actually were scammed out of their entire life savings. So I really got to see from a first-hand perspective, the kind of impact that this has on people's everyday lives. Wow. Well, look, it's, it's really interesting work, uh, Professor Bailey. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you very much for having me.